Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello. 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 This is a, a bit of a, um, a special episode we're doing. Um, Neil Cunningham has uh, come in this evening and we've done uh, our normal hours podcast, which has been pretty fantastic as far as I'm concerned. And I, I kind of think, well, basically, we were having so much fun that we decided that we were going to um, do another half an hour with Neil before he has to get on the train back to London. And um, so this is a Mouth of Manliness special half an hour <laughs> on, um, uh, well, initially we're going to talk about losing hair. It's a cheeky bonus. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a cheeky bonus. And uh, if you're watching in Boston, you'll notice that um, Neil, Neil's got less hair than the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> challenged. Yeah. Yeah, not on my back. No. no, lots of hair on the back, <laughs> yeah. but on my head, head yeah. No. I mean, it's arguable. You've probably got, like, <laughs> like, you've got no hair, but your no hair might be better than my hair today. What we were saying is how, like, I can't imagine you any other way, and that suits no, you perfectly. I, yeah, like, exactly. I would aspire to have that head. If I've got a skinhead, I, like, I have shaved my head before. Um, I was really thin at the time, mm. like kind of skaghead thin. <laughs> and, uh, that's what they call it at Weight Watchers right yeah, I look <laughs> how, like, how thin uh, do you want to get as a scale on the wall I was kind of um, uh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor train spotting thin hot with a bone <laughs> yeah. and uh, and uh, um, and like a lot of, like people said oh, I looks alright and then yeah. I kind of put on weight and then I've just been up. Like, you know for me the thing about losing my hair is that all like all my heroes, bar Billy Corgan, who's got no hair, um, primarily are like bands and they've all mm. got like decent hair. And the idea of losing my hair was like really fucking bothered me. Yeah. And like, um, and I, I said before about having this Propecia tablets um, and what, essentially what they do is they help you keep hold of the hair you've mm. got. Uh, so if I kind of really pulled my hair out, if you look there, yeah, like, it goes round a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've got a kind of like like my dad 
baldness there. Half moon. Um, yeah, but since taking the tablets, like, it's not as obvious. It's no. just not like I, I don't worry about it. Like before I took the tablets, I wouldn't have grown my hair out. I wouldn't have tied it back because it just made me look more bald. And then since taking the tablets, I'm just fucking loads more confident. Mm. And I'm like, I can have long hair again. But like, I do notice, which is weird, um, I notice it gets longer here, but not there. So it goes like in out fact, there. Um, so when I get it cut, I'm always like, cut into that bit. Because <laughs> that's where it goes fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think like it, my, my, like, my dad was bald. His dad was bald. Yeah. And... I accept it and I know it's coming. I'm kind of looking forward to it because I'm sick and tired of doing my hair as it is. Um, but I think, like we were just saying, just a minute ago, just before I felt like, obviously, if you're listening, you can't see this. Unlucky, unlucky, go to here, Boston, you can watch it. But like mine, like we said, it's got that sort of half moon bit on mm. its way. It's just started to go wispy at the at the front. And um, it, it doesn't bother me too much. But I think what does bother me is everything else around it. Like, without generalising, like, if I just wore, like, string vests and, like, I don't know, like... <laughs> Strong walk, look. Yeah, like, walk the streets or whatever, and, I'd like, not to, not that any of that stuff's a problem, but I don't, like, if I wore suits every day and, like, I think that, that level, that balance and juxtaposition, like, I kind of worry, like we said, like you said about you, um, uh, you that's why you've got the beard. Mm. And I, that's why I've got, I kind of got mine to a degree because they're obviously pretty cool. It defines your face. Yeah. It's, and it, definition. it's just having that other thing. Like I wear these glasses. They haven't even got um, any glass in because I just, I feel like mine I need that. Real. Yours are real. Yours are from pretty green. Yeah. Mine are pretty green. Pretty Send green us some... if you want to sponsor us. I love your jackets. <laughs> they have, and they've just gone into administration though. <laughs> no, no, they haven't. Oh, well, no. we'll help them with that anyway. We'll give them what, loads of getting free stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Send us loads of free stuff. But yeah, like I always feel like I need that extra kind of bit to me mm. to kind of like keep the balance like that. It, like my wife says, oh, it'll make you look edgy. Like, but it's the idea of the mask, isn't it? Like we yeah. want to, we want to yeah, put something exactly. out to the world yeah. Yeah. and through you know, you can work on your inside and you can work on making yourself feel better, but sometimes you just want to look good on the outside yeah. or whatever your idea of good is. Yeah, no, you want to look true. in the mirror and go, I look sharp today. Yeah. So you're talking about like taking care of your hair and that. I shave my head every two days. Right. Because otherwise I just have weird patches growing in uneven places yeah. and I look like some mad professor. <laughs> um, so actually I spend more on razors and shaving cream and moisturizers than I ever did on like the eight quid haircut from the barbers yeah. at the end of the road. Yeah. You know, I spend more time on it now than I ever have done because yeah. it's curating a look yeah. that makes me feel good. Makes you feel good, yeah. You know, so I, I went down the same route, actually. I went to Belgovia Clinic yeah. near Liverpool Street. I've, I've looked into that. And I mean... I did some research on the drugs that they use and, and there was real hard sell when you went in. Like, so they do you know, when you're pulling your hair apart, then look at this ball bit, look at this ball bit and they take photos and then they put them on this giant screen. So you <laughs> yeah. just see your bald patches. Wow. And you're, oh, okay, great. And um, I wasn't earning a huge, so it's about, I started losing my hair really about five years ago. So I wasn't earning a lot, a lot of cash. And I didn't know if I wanted to like, I was like, oh, I love going out. So it's like, <laughs> Go out or, or yeah, buy yeah. buy this bills, cool. and um and then I did some research on them, and I wasn't. I mean, not that a lot of men have the side effects, but it's things like was that on the propecia? No, finasterin. Yeah, that's no, the same. 
Yeah, and so it was like you can get loss of libido, erectile dysfunction, oh, right. testicular cancer, wow. and I thought, oh, be bald or have a hard on. Yeah, and I was like, it. you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with hard and bald. <laughs> <laughs> you can get male uh, male breast cancer as well. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's quite serious. And I thought, you know, actually, like, what what do I really want? Well, I'm really I don't even take multivitamins because I forget after like two yeah, or three so days. I was supposed to put them in the cupboard. So if it's not in front yeah, of me, exactly. I just I just completely forget. And and. You know, I thought, well, maybe it'll start going back and I'll forget to take them and then it'll fall out and it'll mess with my hormones. And I thought, oh, maybe, do you know what? I can just, and as I was saying earlier, and I was sat in the barbers and was washing my hair in front of the mirror and I could just see these huge patches where it wasn't there anymore. And I thought, I'll go for it, just just shave it off. And even in, in the in the barbers, they said, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, you'll look awful. Mm. Don't tell me how I look. <laughs> I'm stubborn, me. Yeah. So like, I've made my mind up, shave it all off. And the first couple of days... I walk past the mirror and be like, someone's in the house. All right, no. Yeah, no, it's me. And I just thought, I look like a penis. Like an actual, because <laughs> I didn't have the beard, or it's this massive pink like, knob. Yeah. Like, the and, and, and yeah, and it was it was really off-putting. It took me a, quite a while to just learn, you know, this is this is how I'm going to look now, but I'm going to be happy with that. Yeah. I'm going to, I didn't say happy with that. If I, I reckon if I was truly happy, I'd let all the bits just, just grow out. That's the but thing, though, right? As you say, though, but as you say... Um, like we we go out into the world and we need and we have to project ourselves in a way that we feel reasonably all right yeah. about ourselves and like it's all right to be honest about that yeah, you know yeah. like it's not vain it's not uh well there is there is vanity in it but you know that's okay that yeah, is an okay is. thing to do you know like and i think like men invariably be like, oh, I don't do that, I don't give a fuck. And you're like, well, that's not true. Everybody peacocks. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, problem. everybody, like, we're built to do it. Mm. Like, brother, what you were saying about um, a certain way to look and, and like, being in, in the city or, like, being in London especially. Yeah. So I work with a lot of um, sales organisations and it's all, you know, sharp suits, mm -hmm. full heads of hair and looking a particular way. Yeah. And so you kind of want to, you want to ape that and you want to be in with the, yeah, the in crowd. Totally. So you've got to look a certain way. So to go, actually, I'm just going to let it all, yeah. all go is a bit, you know. Yeah, I was a recruitment consultant for like a year and a half. Fucking yeah. look at me. Like the controversy <laughs> I'd have like, just to piss them off, I'd get like brown tires and brown <gasps> trousers and cords and stuff like that. Cords. Uh, Don't speak to that fucking weirdo. I used to work in court quite a lot working uh, what the in, bed place <laughs> yeah no it like i used to i used to work in probation so i used to have to stand up in court all the time and the expectation was you wore a black a gray or a blue suit and i had a brown oh. striped suit and uh but it was a cool one it was like nicely fitted and yeah all, and it was like a proper nick cave which is the rule in suits as far as i'm mm, concerned definitely there's a level um, but then after a while, I was like, fucking, like, they're all fucking punches. I just thought, and I just, just, we just wear jeans and a, a collared t shirt. And I, basically, they, they said, we don't want you to work in court anymore. <laughs> because I think, I think when you're talking about bollocks like, to it, the working environment, though, we're like on the on the podcast and we're talking about accents and signaling that we're, we're all the same mm. if you're all dressed the same, it makes people feel comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You're what I expect. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to open up to you because I expect this and if you don't look like that it's almost like you're, you're it's it's uh, 
an uphill struggle yeah. to get people to trust you. It's a challenge for everyone else. It's subjective, like whatever career it is. But sometimes I, I make my way towards those people when I think, oh, you've chosen to um, have like a sleeve tattoo, or you, I can yeah. see a little tattoo coming out there on the neck. Yeah, I think we're, well. we're quite lucky. Uh, the Varnity because we live in London, we don't tend to see it. No, so much. Yeah. Like the idea of someone oh, with a sleeve tattoo is like that's not a everyone's yeah, yeah. Much deal. So, I mean, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I've not got one. How different am I? Yeah, that's and it. It's like, uh, but if, if you don't live in a uh, metropolis, yeah. especially you know, maybe the the way in which you dress and, mm. and put yourself forward will really affect. Yeah, you know your chances of how successful you are in life, yeah. regardless of how good you are at no. something, which is awful. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually horrible. Yeah, we, I think we should be lucky. I know, obviously, everything hasn't changed, but, you know, London being as it is, and, um, you know, you really can look at how you want to look. That's what I've always really loved about London. That's what I've always kind of, like, from kind of my early teens, went to London a lot. Just And I, I still go to London a lot. Uh, just because, like, I feel safer in London then I do like walking around the shops yeah, around here. Yeah. Because if I go around the shops around here, it's like, oh, long hair. Yeah. Where's the fucking cough? Yeah. But like, you don't get that when you go to London. Because no. <laughs> yeah. no. they're like, I don't care. I'm getting on with what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and, like, they, and they're saying quite nice about that. I know mm. it's kind of like, it, it's shallow and like, there's nothing, you know, sometimes it, it can lack me. You can but, be anyone. Yeah, it yeah. could be anybody. But there's something really, really like liberating about yeah. that, which, which I, which is why I love kind of London. Which is why I love cities, but I, you know, I think London's the best city in the world. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. for for doing and dressing how you want to dress, definitely. And I think like I'm quite lucky because I can, because I'm freelance. I change my job almost week by week, mm. so I can kind of choose. Like even getting tattoos was a big thing because I started up a company sort of three years ago and I thought, oh, no, I need to go into these corporate places and put security systems in. I need to be, I need to uphold a level of, you know, trust and everything else and, you know, what would people think? Mm. And I got to a stage where I was just like, fuck everyone. Like, this is what I want to do and this is how I want to live my life. And that's when the beard come along. Brilliant. I just eat what I want now. I'm fat, obviously, so I've got to change that. But um, it's, it, it's freeing almost. Yeah. And the amount of people that now go, oh, I love your toes, let's have a look. Yeah. And it's just, it, I know it's, they're trinkets, really. And they're not kind of getting to know the real me. I'm quite open anyway, so I will talk to anyone about anything. But nine times out of ten, just that initial spark of people going, oh, you've got ripped thing. jeans on. Like, no one else has. It's like, oh, you're, you know, fuck Set it. Set yourself apart. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's brave as well. That's the yeah. weird thing about tattoos, because tattoos now aren't, uh, then, like, tattoos now, you can't just go, oh, I've got loads of fucking tattoos. I'm I'm different. Mm. You're not really anymore, no. and that's a shame. Um, but um, I suppose that's kind of what I was getting at with with work. Really, is that you get to a point where you're like, I am who I am. Yeah. And like, if you don't like it, you can just fuck off. Yeah. Because like, you know, I've got I've got a wife and kids and family, and I, I'm doing all the things that have to be done. And then within that, somewhere within that, I managed to hang on to my shred of identity. But that's brilliant. And you're like, that's pretty good, isn't it? I think it's becoming more and more common in, in workplaces when you talk. So I work a lot with, uh, or in workshop, but uh, employee value propositions and what brings people into businesses and you know, millennials and what they're looking for. And, and this it's this idea that you don't need to wear a suit and tie to be successful. No. You don't need to do this. And I think more and more, like you look at how people dress at, 
well, any successful software company, yeah. it's not suit and ties. No, it's hoodies. No, it's, no, it's, no. it's very checkered shirts. It's checkered shirts. I mean, it's it's professional, but yeah. it's much more you. Yeah. And the talent you bring yeah. than you looking and talking in the right way. Because yeah. all you do is just build this echo chamber around you of people looking the same and acting the same and doing the same thing. And what you, like we were talking earlier about, you know, how to become successful acting in a certain way, it gets you so far. Mm. Then you just realize that everyone else looks like the same, yeah, and saying yeah. the same thing. And that's just dull. Yeah. Especially in creative environments. Yeah. Like, in, you know, if you're a creative person, uh, like, nine times out of ten that shows through who you are yeah uh, and especially if you're going to go into a creative environment you don't want to be going in there in you know your dad's suit no. that was used to get me like the idea like creatives and looking a certain way so you used to hang around Shoreditch a lot yeah. Shoreditch House and, and all that kind of vibe and everyone just used to wear black yeah they'd be yeah, like totally. <laughs> you're all dressed in what yeah. you're dressed in the same thing and yeah. I'd be there in like my floral suit like bright flowers yeah. on it and you're just going oh okay you're looking down at me because I, I look like the weirdo but isn't that what you're supposed yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. capturing and, and bringing yeah. in but no they've got a very again tribalism and yeah. we've got a way that we look I and this is the cool it. way I to still, look that's my creative uniform it's black I'm wearing on no orange today because I didn't have any clean black ones but yeah I still <laughs> I still dress up to like to do this and like mm. music stuff why just up for this yeah, yeah well, I wanted to look semi kind of, smart so. yeah but then like you really could have worn that floral shirt like anything like we would have yeah. loved to have seen I would have loved the floral Oh, I did still, but yeah. I don't wear them. And it's so I went through this. Oh, you're nice. talking about what people wear, and just like um, in one of the previous episodes, have you wished you'd worn the jacket that someone was wearing? I you think... saw a guy in the street. I saw a guy in flamingo shorts. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. In the rain and a vest. And that, when I was younger, that was almost like I used to just wear them. Not in a fashionable way, but just I find these bright things that I love to wear. Mm. I used to go to this place called the Corn Exchange in Leeds. And buy flares, like original flares. Amazing. And so it's caught no, 16, 17 in barn flares. Core flares, tiny little like sailor tops and little sail, like camp as you like, but are just mad out there, different colours. And something's happened as I've gotten older and older. I've gone, oh, actually, I'm going to go for more muted things out of some weird idea that I should be more sensible because I'm slightly older. Yeah. And it's like I've lost the confidence to not give a fuck about what people thought. But you also, but the wearing. thing is, yeah. you work out what, what looks good on you as well. Okay. That's true. Well, thank you. Yeah, but you, you, don't, <laughs> you, you, you work out like what, what sits on you well. Mm. So you, you play to those strengths as you yeah, get older. Yeah, you, like, you don't think, oh, I just need to do it because I want to be different. You go, well, this... Like this looks good on me. It fits, you know. It fits well. It's yeah. like comfortable. Yeah, and I, I look dapper, but most importantly, I feel confident. Mm. Like I, have to, um, with my job, I often have to do uh, uh, like presentations, uh, you know, a few hundred people, and most people go into those wearing a standard suit. But I just wear shit that makes me feel confident. Nice. And like it. I don't, I still, I never wear shoes. I still wear trainers. Mm. But it's like, I'll, I'll still put on like a nice pretty green shirt. Pretty green. But like, cause, Stop because pretty green. No, but like, for me, they're expensive, but they fit me nice. And I'm like, fucking, when I put them on, I feel like Liam Gallagher, like I can take on the world. Mm. You know, like, and that there's, there's something to be said for that. I think, you know, your clothes can boost you and at points you need to be boosted yeah. and that's all right yeah. it's like that's cool um, but you're not 
trying to be anyone else. Yeah, yeah. I think, and but that that comes with age, doesn't it? When mm. you get older, you're a bit more confident with it. Knowing yourself, and you're like, finding yeah, you yourself. know yourself. Absolutely right. I was at a wedding this weekend, and I'd got like I decided I don't want to wear suits anymore to weddings because it just made me feel uncomfortable, yeah, and weird, mm. and like you know, it's it's there. I don't want to be sat there feeling uncomfortable and weird when beautiful things happening in front of me. Yeah. So I went with tie, shirt, chinos, nice pair of brogues, because that's what makes me feel really comfortable. Yeah. Then we got there, I was trying to put this tie on, and it's tie, making my tie, neck tie, feel tie, horrible. Tie, tie, tie. I was like, 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 and I thought, why, why am I doing this? They're not going to know. It's they're getting married. No. They're having the time of their lives. Yeah. Who am I to think I need to look in yeah. a particular way? Like, it's their day. Yeah. Stop worrying about it. Just enjoy the moment. But it's really hard and to keep that. that's the important bit, though. It, it is, but it's Being hard to... present, enjoying the, the moment. moment. It's yeah. hard to keep hold of that and to, you, you, like I said the other day about we kind of bring school with us and upbringing yeah, with do. us yeah. and when I'm getting dressed that's all I think about is oh this is a little bit too that so I'll get juxtaposition I'll sort of add this or that and oh no I can't, now that whole look is a bit too this way or that way kind of thing and it's like social gatherings like that it's so hard to you are preempting but then maybe that's just the anxiety of, I'm obviously speaking for you, but in my experience, like the, the anxiety of going to the thing in the first oh, place. Oh, the weight of the occasion adds a massive like, amount to I it, think yeah. the... Weddings like, are really boring. Like, imagine being able to just be on the set E and just go, right, I'm going to a wedding and just walk out the door. Like, imagine being able to just do... Like, I don't know, because I think if, if in reverse, if it was my wedding... I'd be a bit annoyed if you turned up just no, looking right, like yeah, you. That's Come true. That's, no, 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 yeah. that's really true. Like, I've invited you. I'm paying food, booze, yeah. accommodation. Yeah. You look quite a fucking tie on. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not right, so so if it's fully paid, like they're getting the accommodation and uh, the food and the booze, Someone I'll dress whatever you want me to. Make 100% right. Have you been to a wedding where they pay for accommodation? No, I'm saying if. Oh, if, yeah. if. We pay the accommodation, but they all the food and booze. Yeah. I will dress up smart. If I'm not paying for anything and I'm just an evening guest, whatever I'm wearing oh, that yeah, day, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, turn yeah. up. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But in that way, like the stages of socialisation. Yeah, the little rules. Like reciprocity. You've not invited me to the wedding. I'm only coming to the evening. Yeah. So I'm only going to do this. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that is totally true. Weddings are a crazy old thing. And it's funny because, like, you know, like when you. I remember when we were playing an hour wedding. And it's almost like, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to invite them. We're not going to invite them. And it's like, you're doing everyone a favour. Yes. It's like, oh, we're being really <laughs> lovely, aren't we? Mm. We've been really lovely inviting them, and I haven't seen them for ages. Yeah. Oh, aren't I lovely? Mm. And actually, it's like, weddings are fucking boring as shit. Yeah. And you go to a wedding, and like, especially if you go for the full day, it's a long day. Yeah. And they have that big period before, uh, before they let you have booze. You know, like, you get there... Yeah. And they'll let you have a Bucks Fizz. This oh, this, this has happened loads of times. And they'll let you have like, a couple of Bucks Fizzes. So I'm like, right, I'll start cooking. And they're like, but I can't have breaks. If I drink, I, I drink it through to the end. And I don't, <laughs> want, I'll I give don't you have a little break and have a, some water. Mm. That fucks me off. Because <laughs> it's your it day, through. isn't it? It's your day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just kind of occurred to me that... Uh, it is their day, <laughs> but in the same respect, it's like they're doing your. That's the booze. They've been so lovely inviting you, yeah. and you know, and letting you endure three hours of boredom before you hit them. For me, it's the food. I don't like like the gap between the service and the food. No, it's odd. I want. I don't like being hungry. Yeah, and I don't. I get hangry, but I get anxious. Yeah, I worry 
where my next meal is going to be. You've spent all morning getting ready. Yeah, you've spent really the do. afternoon. But I'm thinking now, like, oh, it's going to be an hour before I get home. I get edgy because I'm like, when's the next thing going to happen? Because I'm going to start oh, I do like, I don't, losing I, my shit. I don't like dwindling <laughs> no, or mingling. I'm not very good at this. How are you? I'm good. And you? Yep, good. No, like, I don't okay. need to have that conversation. No. Like, I don't need to have it. Like, if, if we move along quickly... I just won't bother to have that conversation. You're just making men sound like arseholes. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no, but no, what we're doing, we're, we're fucking saying it. There's so many people <laughs> don't say it. Women, true, women have these same things. My wife is just, my wife is as bad as me, but right. worse. She, like, my wife wouldn't, like, social situations, she's dreadful. It's like, she, it takes everything for her to get out and go because she's like, I'm going to have to do that and I'm going to have to do that and I have to make small talk. Okay, it's the same. And I, I'm like, I, I totally get it. Small talk really fucking bores the shit out of me. Like, why would I make small talk with a lot of people I don't know when I can, like, talk to someone Because you I might like? find one or two people that are absolute gems. That's why I find at weddings. Mm. It's a lot, like, yeah, because... It's also they're a weird mix. It's like people who are friends from like uni, and they're always on the like the naughty table yeah. in the corner, which is always next to the kids' table. Yeah. And then you've got family, so you're trying to be like upright and upstanding for your family. And yeah, it's, also, yeah. it's quite quite tense getting all these it's different all your worlds colliding groups. and coming yeah. together. Isn't it? But I felt like so the wedding I was at the weekend, there were four or five people there that I'd never met. They're absolute gems, yeah. just chatting away all night. So that's cool. Rest of them were cunts. I, no, love, no, I, I love it when you're, you're in your own little pocket and you're just chatting away and yeah, like, just, it's really nice. It is. That's the thing. It is often really nice to yeah. meet people you don't know. Yeah. Like, well, I've only met you once before, and now we're having a lovely time. Mm. Thank you. See what I mean? So it is nice to do that, and like you, you, you know, we should put ourselves out more. I'm, the I'm terrible for it. for it. I get really, really like this is lovely. I really like small, like intimate groups yeah, and I chat do. away. I Large groups one. terrify me. Yeah. Like, like I, you know, I trained as an actor. You put me on stage. Thousand people wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Mm. Maybe because you can't see the faces because yeah, the lights. That's true. You know, I've, I've d- um, once had to do my, my showcase on a theatre in the West End, and you, you got all the agents there, and you know, I did. I got an agent off it, so I did. You know, good job. Loved every moment of it. You put me in a group of ten people I don't know at a wedding, and all of a sudden it's just going, "Where's the booze?" Because it's I just place. don't like. Oh, don't it. know how to function. Because you can see person. Yeah. Like, yeah. People is a block of people almost. Yeah, yeah. And you, you can kind of maybe for a split second see like the set. Like, oh, there's a girl there, man there, boy there. That this is person, true. That person, everything else. That is a difference. But it's like it's like the um yeah. the perform but the idea that oh you know everyone stood around and I feel like there's a way to perform. There's a way to get everyone talking and mingling. Yeah. And actually, that's not my responsibility. No, but you feel it though sometimes. Yeah, and right? oh, joke's not landed. And joke's yeah. not landed. And wrong crowd. And yeah. No, but is that because yeah, I think, you're yeah. an actor? Because like, I, I feel speak. like I, I was, I was, and I, you know, in many ways, I'm still a musician. Ooh. So I feel like in those situations, um, I feel like I need to be the entertainer. Yeah. You know, like I do a fucking podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah. So you know you're you're on a table full of eight people, and like the last one I went to, it was a table of eight people. All of the guys were really successful city guys. All had Porsches, fucking massive houses, and then there's me, and it was like. I feel the need to perform. I have no other currency to borrow with. I need to be the funny one. <laughs> and like, so I was, so I just then I just poured booze down myself. 
In the end, though, oh, oh, I fucking can't do this anymore. Can't have yeah. it's their fault, not mine. Yeah. yeah, it's their fault you drank all that booze. Yeah, it's but content, no, it's though. funny though that the, like, the performer thing because I think like Brad, you you must have that as well. And I, I totally agree. yeah, I'm constantly. And the thing is, I have been made aware of it that I'm so worried about talking about myself that I I've, I have to actively try and talk to people first and then ask them about themselves before I talk about myself mm. and I think b- because people have that, pulled though? people have pulled that up in me not in a boasty way but you're the total opposite yeah but I maybe it's because I've kind of got my head around it now but like I would find myself yeah again thinking oh, I really want to talk about this or that and everything else it has started to come back with the podcast to be honest especially like with the American thing and stuff like that I think oh really like to tell these people that you know this is happening that's happening but nice. what is happening is I'm kind of got the balance now where I can, I like to like when you first come in, Neil, I was like, right. Hello, Neil, you're Neil. I'm Brad. And like, I try to make the first kind of effort mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I, that opening up that dialogue. Yeah. It's not, um, tell me a little about yourself. It's a yeah. great way to get people talking. And I, I, I don't do that. I just remembered <laughs> just today that someone said, um, when you first meet someone, compliment them. Mm-hmm. And that you'll have a friend for life, almost kind of thing. Oh, and um, I don't think I did. Though. No, you I didn't. compliment you <laughs> later. Have a friend no. for life. <laughs> I did compliment you later, didn't I? But, but I you boys, you boys, calm down. It's having, <laughs> it's having that foresight to be that mindful when you first yeah. meet someone. Like that's a, a kind of like holy grail for me, almost. I kind of like wish. I was that sat back to kind of see myself walk into the situation. Think right, say this first compliment on that. Right, I but will I think say it's like learning you're, any, any you're skill. really, really good at that. Yeah, what? Like you, I don't know. Neil's not met you before, Ooh. but from my point of view, like you're, you come across as lovely all the yeah, time. You really do, really. Yeah, but to go on what you were saying, I, it's I, I not. Really cried then. Oh, nearly we'll say something else, we'll say something else. Um, it's it's about you say like you know I'm really proud of this stuff and I want to work on it's it's yeah find a time and place to talk about that but if you just start a conversation with, with yourself I think that's when you turn people off yeah that's true actually and actually what you were saying about making making time for people and it's 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 not my line I read it somewhere but that I'd tell me about yourself or a version of that yeah without Preempting, right? I'm going to talk about this, this, and this. I'm going to try and move the conversation towards yep. these things. I'm just going to try and be what might be considered quite a, f- a feminine attribute of being vulnerable. Yeah. And I'm going to let them talk about what they've got to talk about. Let yeah. that person dominate the conversation. Yeah. Because I can pick things up and react off what they're saying, yeah. rather than just being like, "Hey, I'm Neil. Guess yeah. what I'm working on." Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that might that might be cool. That is a really lovely way of putting it yeah, as well. Definitely. And I think that's completely right. Mm. So you're not dominating. You're letting someone else speak and then almost like a good therapist. Yeah. You let them speak and then you go, oh, that's interesting. I've had an experience like that. And then you make the other person feel uh, like listened to and then you're echoing back to them. And that's an enjoyable conversation. Yeah. yeah. Which is what we have And they might had. talk absolute tripe and you go, oh, right, they're a UKIP supporter. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, I'm backing away now. I'm yeah. backing away. I'm backing away. I'm sorry, I asked those yeah. questions. Oh, I've realised. We need... love UKIP, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love you. I, I love racists. <laughs> We're well good. Oh, God. For our American listeners, I suck. And, oi, America, we do not like racists. Yeah, no. no, we don't. No, we do not. No. That's um, that's our so, half hour cheeky yeah. bonus. Yeah, right. 
I would like to say a big thank you to Alfred and Neil Cunningham for coming on. Oh, and I'd like to say you're very welcome pleasure. to come back. Thank you. Uh, yeah, any time. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. You've been great. It's been nice to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, big laugh from the mouth of manliness. We expect you sharing it on the socials. I will, yes. by my five friends all, all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, really like five it. friends is better than no friends. That's what they say. Yeah. All right, thank you. Thank, thank you. you, Neil. Love you, bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.